Two musicians get into a fight over who's the best. So they decide to have a guitar duel in front of their friends to decide once and for all. They play ACDC and Guns N' Roses and Metallica, but eventually their friends agree it was a dead heat. One of the musicians suggests they move the challenge to pianos, so they play Vivaldi and Chopin until they were completely exhausted, and still the crowd couldn't separate them. One musician reaches into his case for the next instrument, and the other says, wait, let's not resort to violins. So today's theme is being overly competitive and comparing yourself to other people. And I'm not going to sit here and claim that this isn't something that I do. I think everyone does it to some extent, but when contrasting what we have with other people's lives, and it's something that plays in our thoughts a lot, it can really impact on your well-being. The evidence on this has been around since the 1950s. People have always used their relative position against other people as a way of evaluating themselves. It's probably a natural part of the human experience. We see somebody running down the street, you know, they're in great shape and they're really good looking and we naturally compare that to ourselves. But the problem arises is when we're in a constantly aware state of what other people have and what we don't have. And yes, I'm going to have another swipe at social media. So on Facebook and on Twitter, people put their highlights reel, the best parts of their lives online. And that's a narrow, distorted slice of reality, which we're drip fed over time. And it makes us question the value of what we have. The worst case scenario, we can start to resent what we have. Our car isn't good enough. Our house isn't good enough. Our relationships. We start to live in the past, regretting the choices we made that led us to where we are. The habit energy of being competitive and comparing ourselves is probably built up over generations, so don't beat yourself up for feeling this way. There isn't a quick fix to it, but there are several ways that mindfulness can help. And the first, of course, is training your awareness. A little bit of practice every day, like a guided meditation or a walking meditation, makes a huge difference. And we can use that training to be aware in the moment when that competitive energy is rising. And in that moment, shining our awareness on it, giving that competitive feeling our love and kindness while we breathe, stops us from being swept away by it and breaks the link between feeling and acting. The second way is to be grateful for what you have. And I've talked about this before, keeping a log every morning, writing three things that you're grateful for. And that might be a big thing like your health. It might be a small thing like what you had for breakfast and a neutral thing like the feeling of your feet on the ground as you walk. Taking joy in everything is the formula for a happy life. And we're going to be doing a guided meditation on that in a moment. And the final thing is spending less time on the things that drive our competitive energy, that water the seeds of resentment. And that might be social media. It could also be certain TV programs, for example, about rich and successful people. Or it might be worth thinking again about what you want from your career. If the alternative to striving for success is a small ordinary happy life. What's wrong with that? So now we're going to do a guided meditation on gratitude. 
Uh, I'm going to start with three sounds of the bell and I'll begin with the usual settling in introduction. So if you want to make yourself comfortable So firstly, focusing on your posture, and I would invite you to imagine that you have a thread attached to the crown of your head, and it's gently pulling upwards into an upright position, your spine like a stack of coins, your heart raised upwards and outwards, and your hands comfortably in your lap. Moving your awareness to your body, noticing if you feel warm or cold, noticing if you feel tense or relaxed, becoming aware of the sensation of the clothes against your skin and the points of contact between your body and the chair and the floor. Moving your awareness to your thoughts and feelings. And as we go through the guided meditation, noticing each thought as it arises, and that might be an anxious thought about tomorrow. It might be a happy thought about today. It might be a regretful thought about yesterday. Just sitting with each thought for a moment listening to it without agreeing or disagreeing, allowing it to leave and gently and without judgment, bringing your attention back to your breath. And finally, focusing your awareness on your breath, noticing the column of air between your nose and your diaphragm. Noticing how the air feels cooler on the way in, warmer on the way out. Breathing in, I know I am breathing in. Breathing out, I know I am breathing out. In, out.
Breathing in, my breath grows deep. Breathing out, my breath goes slow. Deep, slow. Aware of my competitive energy, I breathe in. Smiling to my competitive energy, I breathe out. Aware of competitive energy, smiling.
aware of the important things in my life, like someone I love. I breathe in, feeling gratitude for the important things in my life. I breathe out. Important things, gratitude. Aware of the small joys in my life, like eating breakfast, I breathe in, feeling gratitude for the small joys in my life, I breathe out. Small joys, gratitude.
aware of the everyday normal things in my life, like the sound of rain. I breathe in, feeling gratitude for the everyday normal things. I breathe out. Everyday normal things, gratitude. Breathing in, I establish myself in the present moment. Breathing out, I know it is a wonderful moment. Present moment, wonderful moment.
opening your eyes, taking a moment to stretch your back or your legs if you need to, noticing any changes in your mind or in your body. And if you feel a sense of calm or peace, I would invite you to carry that through the rest of your day. Just a quick announcement before we go. I've uh, still got a couple of places left on the Be Calm, Be Happy course that I'm running on behalf of Plum Village. Plum Village is the educational charity that was founded by Thich Nhat Hanh and a lot of the um, experience of mindfulness that I share with you that comes from Thich Nhat Hanh. His books are fantastic. It's a great course and that course is how I got started in developing my practice and I wouldn't be doing this podcast or sharing the practice in this way if I hadn't gone on that uh, on that course. So uh, I hope to see you there. Uh, the link's in the description and I'll just finish by saying may you be happy, may you be peaceful, may you be healthy and live a long life.